Welcome back or welcome to the Daily Driver Podcast. The purpose here, it's pretty straightforward. In the next 10 minutes max, I'm going to share a story, an experience, perhaps an idea that I hope will help you become a little bit better racer today. I'm Luke Bogacki, and this is The Daily Driver. Stephen Champ McCrory recently won a $500,000 race. Yes, half a million dollar race, and he won it in a 730 door car. It was the slowest car on the premises. I know, I know, it kind of flies in the face of my perfect weapon series, doesn't it? Listen, I don't, I don't want to make this discussion about Champ. Champ is incredible in all facets of the game, but I think you can argue, and I would argue, that of all of the things that he's good at on and around the racetrack, I think he's probably most gifted at the finish line. My point here is that in general, there's an argument for going slow, real slow. Whether it's Champ going 730s in an eighth mile bracket race or Chris Gerritsen running 890 at 115 miles per hour against a field of 170, 180, 190 mile an hour dragsters. Or recent Jegs All-Stars Superstock winner Troy Olsenowski lifting around 1,000 foot and coasting to 1170s at just 92 miles per hour. In each instance, circumstances dictate that these racers will have one of the slower cars in their class, even if they approach competition in the more quote-unquote traditional way, right? Like, I'm sure that Champ could put a combination in his Firebird and make it run 650s. Chris Gerritsen could use a traditional bottom-end throttle stop and run 890 at, I don't know, 160 miles per hour. Troy Olsenowski, he could run, what, 1130s probably at 115, maybe a little bit more. Then they'd all be on the slower half of the field. They'd still be getting chased, which most racers would view as a, as a disadvantage when it comes to driving the finish line. Worse yet, the average opponent in the other lane of these racers would be faster than they are, right? By, what, 5 to 25, 30 miles per hour in most cases? And that's where most of us would say that we're the most comfortable driving the finish line, as the slightly quicker car. So as the slower car, we'd then be tasking ourselves with doing something that we are uncomfortable with, while putting our opponents very much at ease at the finish line, both in terms of game planning and execution. This is that range where racers like Champ, Curtis, Troy... This is where they, and and so many others, find themselves. What these racers, and more, have done by leaning into the slow is to mitigate that advantage, or in their case, disadvantage. They've made themselves so slow that most opponents are not comfortable against them at the finish line. Like, I don't want to race against Champ when I'm going 620s in my Vega, much less when I'm going 460s in my Corvette. I don't want to drive the finish line when I'm going a buck 80 in super comp against Garrettson's 118. By going so slow, these racers force the quicker opponent's hand, where they may have been at a disadvantage in terms of driving the finish line, whether that's real or perceived, that disadvantage. 
they force the race to be contested on different terms by leaning into the slow. Finish line skill and comfort, it's essentially irrelevant when there's 40, 50, 60 mile an hour discrepancy from one lane to the other. In those instances, no one's doing a good job. Now the race, it's dictated on different terms. Now it's a package race. So if you're in a slow car and you're not real confident in your finish line ability relative to your opponents in their faster cars, but you are confident in your ability to hit the tree and match the dial in, leaning into the slow, slowing that car down even more specifically at the finish line, it's got merit. It forces your opponents to play the game where you feel like you have the advantage. <laughs>